Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back to more John Chuckery. This party's gonna rock. Make some noise! Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Back at it, John Chuckery Show. Halfway home on this Thursday evening, 404-741-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app, so you catch us on the go. Social media is at 929thegame on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. At JMCH316, at underscore Dylan Matthews. I forgot to mention this, but we're going to do rank them tonight since Dylan's not here and we got a short show because of Hawks. So rather than tomorrow uh, in a really short show, we're going to do rank them tonight. So hit me up on my Twitter page, hit me up on the text line. So we are going to do rank them coming up at 1040. Um, Kennesaw State hangs on for the victory. 80 to 71. They at one time had a 16 point lead, I was reading. Uh, in fact, they were up by 10 at the half uh, on there, but um, they uh, they will play now Sunday. So mark this. Uh, well, no, I guess um, I guess since we're not on, uh, dang. So they'll play Sunday against Liberty. So that that's that's the game on on Sunday uh, now. So they are in the championship game. They are one win away from being in the NCAA tournament. So if they beat Liberty, who they beat on that thriller at KSU, what, about two weeks ago or what have you, uh, they will be in the NCAA tournament. So um, good luck to Kennesaw State. But that game is going to be on Sunday, and I think that game is on ESPN. I think that's a Spinner game uh, that's on because they cover the conference championship games and stuff like that. So I believe that that is going to be on ESPN. But – Congrats to Kennesaw State. They advance 80-71, to 71 and um, they will now play in the A-Sun Championship. Now, speaking of championships, which we all want for the Atlanta Falcons, so one guy that I'm really looking forward to to see where this thing goes is Kyle Pitts in this season, okay? Now, look. Kyle Pitts was the highest drafted tight end in football history and all this kind of stuff. 
you know, in a 17-game season, he had 68 catches and 1,026 yards in his first year, one touchdown. Only 10 games last year because he did get hurt, but 28 catches for 356 yards and all the way up to two touchdowns, okay? When I talk about that he's got to take that next step to be elite, that's Travis Kelsey territory, even George Kittle in some ways, okay? What I'm talking about, Kyle Pitts has for his two-year career, 96 receptions, 1,382 yards, and three touchdowns, okay? That needs to be his production from a catch and yardage standpoint next year. His first two years combined need to be catches and yards. He should be 100 catches, 13, 1,400 yards, and a dozen touchdowns. Or we have to start having the conversation about how many games are we going to win like this? Because when you passed up some of the guys that could have solidified your franchise, and and I'm not I'm not saying Kyle Pitts is a bad player. I'm not I'm not saying that he's not a good player. But has he been worth the fourth pick of the draft so far? Well, he hasn't had good quarterback play. Okay. Then when you didn't get your quarterback figured out, why'd you draft a tight end first? Winning football. Winning football, folks. But his 96 catches and 1,382 yards, that needs to be his output for next year. If we're going to get where we want to be, okay, these kinds of guys have to take huge leaps forward because we don't have Micah Parsons or Panay Sewell or guys like that. We don't have Tristan Wirfs and guys like that. We don't have those kinds of guys that solidify your franchise and either protect your quarterback, sack the other team's quarterback, or they are the quarterback. We don't have enough of those players on our roster that are difference makers. And I understand. Look, if you if you look at Travis Kelsey's numbers in his first five years of his career, pre-Pat Mahomes, and you look at his numbers post-Pat Mahomes, since Pat Mahomes, and, and it's a five-year period before, five years since. It's drastic. And it wasn't that Travis Kelsey was a bad player or a bust or this or that or whatever like that. But the difference is there. And, and even a George Kittle. Kittle was, what, 12 touchdowns last year. We have to get that out of our guy. You know, we have to put guys on the first team. And if we're going to turn this thing around with the guys that we have, then those guys have to excel at some point. Or they're Jalen Mayfield. You know, when we put our high capital into wide receivers and tight ends and things like that, you end up with Jalen Mayfield. And that doesn't win you any football games. And this is not blaming Kyle Pitts or anything like that, but those guys have to have big stuff. And when I say, you know, look, Kyle Pitts had a very average kind of season in his rookie year, 1,026 yards and a touchdown. 
That's an average year. Now in year three has to be that leap. And we talk about quarterbacks and things like that in year three, right? You saw Jalen Hurts take that leap and this, that, and the other. Lamar did it, you know, before. When you talk about taking that leap, now it's got to go full tilt boogie. And I don't want to hear about we have Marcus Mariota, you know, we have aging Matt Ryan, we have Desmond Ritter, whatever it is. If it is Desmond Ritter, if it is Lamar Jackson, if it is uh, Justin Fields, if it is C.J. Stroud, there's no more excuse-making in all of this. This has to be the year where he goes to that elite status level, that he's one of the best one or two tight ends in the game of football. And that is 100 catches, 1,300 yards, 10 10 or more touchdowns. That's the numbers. I don't give a crap who's playing quarterback. I don't care if I don't care if Doug Johnson comes out of retirement. I don't care if Byron Leftwich comes out of retirement and plays quarterback. You know what a you know what the definition of a useless weapon is? That's an unused weapon. And if Kyle Pitts is, you know, I, I heard more discussion about his blocking ability last year than I did about his catching ability or his red zone targets or his ability to score touchdowns. Now, again, he can't do it all by himself, but we've got to figure it out with our quarterback, with our coach, and with the player. You know how I've said about the Atlanta Hawks that, you know, it's been everybody. Oh, and I'm going to say it this way because there was a guy on the, on the text line who got all ticked off. It's, it's the player's fault. It's the coach's fault. It's the front office's fault. It's the beer vendor's fault. It's the ticket seller's fault. It's all of their faults. That got somebody upset on the text line, so that's why I purposely said that on there because I want them to be, I want them to be ticked off and aggravated by everything. So, because I am the heel. So anyway, um, but I don't, I don't want to hear any excuses anymore about all of this. Yes, he needs to stay healthy and he he needs to play a full season. Okay, but his two year numbers need to be his season next year. If we're going to get to where we want to get, whether you decide that's winning record, playoffs, whatever, these are the guys that have to get it done because they're here on the roster and you've invested really high draft capital. You know, you, you, you either invest high draft capital in your stars, you invest heavy free agent money to get guys, and when you do, whether you draft, whether you have high draft capital in a player or high dollar free agents, those people have to perform. You can't have Dante Fowler and the contract that he had and do what he did. You can't have Ray Edwards and the contract that the Falcons gave him. You can't have Peerless Price and the contract we gave him. Those guys all, you know, when, when you get the money, you have to step up. When you have high draft capital invested, when you have high free agent dollars, those guys have to be a you know part of the solution. And I don't want to hear whatever else that we do. Because again, 
when you draft a guy like that, that means somebody gets bumped down. Instead of Panay Sewell, we got Jalen Mayfield. How'd that work out? It didn't. And, you know, it's guys like that that that's why Detroit's 9-8. and eight. That's why Detroit starts turning around because you have Aiden Hutchinson, you have Panay Sewell, you start to solidify the positions that win football games. So what's done is done, but I don't want to hear any more excuses about red zone targets, lack of production, lack of touchdowns. I'm expecting a huge year out of Kyle Pitts. I'm expecting his best year as an NFL pro. This is his breakout season. I'm expecting, you know, I'm putting, I'm going to, Dylan, let's go ahead and write it down. 100 catches, 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns. That's the minimum expectation. 10 10 touchdowns, 1,300 yards, 100 catches. I got it written down. That's the minimum expectation that I figure for Kyle Pitts next year. And I don't want to hear any excuses about our quarterback, about our coach, about our philosophy, about our style. It has to all come together. And year three seems like it's that point in a lot of guys' career where things either come together or we sort of tread water. Jalen Hurts had that big jump in year three. Guys have that big jump in year three. And obviously, we got to have Kyle Pitts healthy. He has to be a difference maker. And, you know, we've got to have the kind of season that we've all expected out of him. We have to have the George Kittle, Travis Kelsey. He's got to be in that discussion of when we talk about top guys, he should be fighting for first-team All-Pro going into this next season. All right, when uh, we get back, we'll be time for That's Life. Will Smith has made his first award show appearance since getting since doing the slap or whatever it was last year. We'll talk about that next, plus our top ten. Chuck Green at Kia Studio, Sports Radio, and that's on the game out of map. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with the John Chuckery Show. 921 live from the Kia Studios. You know what time it is. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you're on the go. Social media at 929 The Game, at JMCH316, at underscore Dylan Matthews on our personal Twitter pages. Remember, we've got Rankum coming up at 1040, so hit us up with a list for all of that. So, uh, Dylon, Will Smith has made his first awards show appearance. Last night, he was at the African American Film Critics Association Awards. It's his first time at an award show since the infamous slap of Chris Rock. Um, he received the Beacon Award from the AAFCA uh, for his role in Emancipation. Now, I guess that Chris Rock is set to, on Saturday night, do a live performance Yes. Um, on Chick Flicks, right? Yes, on Netflix. Okay, yes. so... Um, and this is eight days before, so basically a week before the Academy Awards. But he's he's doing a he's doing like a stand up special, right? On, right on Chick Flicks, and it's yep. live, I believe. Yeah, it's gonna be live. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, they expect him to say something in this. Because, Do they really? Well, yeah. I mean, oh, there's wow. there's thought because the only time that he's addressed it has been a like a quip a, a quick whip in a couple of stand-up shows gotcha but this is this is a you know uh, a, a, a big to do and all yeah, that I say, that's a yeah. big deal right yeah here. and they're trying to get as many eyeballs on this thing as they can right right so let's see if if chris rock addresses this on chick flicks in that stand-up special that he's going uh to do so all right um all right dylan one of these has to go okay Mac and cheese, mm. tacos, mm. fries, steak. Mac and cheese, tacos, fries, steak. Mac and cheese, tacos, fries, steak. I go fries. Uh, I'm saying. I'm gonna say. Mm, 
No, 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 no. State can't go. State can't go. No, no, it can't go. Okay. That, that would be communist. So it is, is the I, mac I, and cheese if, just if, like straight up mac and cheese? Mac and cheese, tacos, fries, steak. Mac Pick and one. That's got to go. Mac and cheese got to go. Wow. Mac and cheese got to go. Mac and cheese got to go, got to go, got to go. Mac and cheese got to go. Get it out of here. Man. Gotta I go, got to have gotta fries. Go, got to go. Got to have my fries. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess I could do potato wedges, but I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that would be fries for me. I'm not giving up mac and cheese altogether, even though I don't really eat it. But, right. uh, but certainly tacos and steak. That's that. I'd call you a communist if you get rid of either one of those. <laughs> Definitely can't get rid of tacos. Yeah. And you, the more I thought about it, you can't get rid of steak either because steak is just in too many yes, good things. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, you want the latest flip flop challenge? I do. All right. So here recently on Tic Tac. You probably don't even remember this. The Kool-Aid Man. Do you remember who? Do you know? Who oh, the, yeah. Okay. Well. That was pretty good. You know, the, you know, like he's a he's in the shape of a pitcher of Kool-Aid, right? Right. And he runs through walls, right? Yeah, and goes, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, the Kool-Aid Man challenge is the latest thing on Tic Tac. Where you imitate the Kool-Aid Man brand mascot. Um, the challenge has had, uh, this challenge has had 954,000 views. It's called the TikTok on, on the uh, on the Tic-Tac Kool-Aid Man Fence Challenge, okay? Okay. People on Flip Flop post videos of them crashing through objects and using the phrase, oh, yeah. Okay? This is so dumb. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Again, the only thing that's good about Tic Tac. Tic Tac, Flip Flop. Yeah. Zip Zap. You know. Yeah. So the only good thing is this is a, a, this is better than natural selection. Okay. Because for a lot of these people that. Yeah. We're not going to be able to help them. No. You know? And we can get them, if we can get them off the payroll for good, then that's I'm that's the, the best thing about it. Okay? <laughs> the challenge made headlines in, in February after five juveniles and an 18-year-old in New York were arrested for allegedly running through and damaging fences, according to the New York Post. How? They say they, they say that they say that the kids would post videos of themselves. Running through fences to imitate the Kool-Aid commercials. <laughs> I have questions. What kind of fences are they I, running through? They can't run. You, there's no way they're running through like a chain link fence. No, but I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that have old wood fences oh, yeah. and stuff like yeah, that that like are kind of decrepit. And stuff, yeah, right. kind of decrepit and all that kind of stuff. Oh my! They gosh. say that the, they say that flip flop is used by two thirds of American teens and has become the second most popular domain in the world. Man, these, these these kids gotta get a better hobby out here, man, or just get a job or something. Yeah. But again, <laughs> this, this is getting ridiculous. Th- th- this is better than yeah, this is there's a there's a movie and um it's a TV show now about that train. Oh, it, it's this train that goes around the earth and oh man, oh what is it called? Um it was a TV show. Um Train that goes around the world. That, that there's a global there's a there's global cooling. It's an ice age, 
and the only way that these people survive is they all live. Oh, it's on like TNT now. On, I, know, on this, I know what you're talking yes, about. Yes, 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 yes. What what is this called? What is it called? Not the Polar Express, um, but Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Okay. I didn't know that was a movie at first. Yes, it was. That it was actually it. it you know who it starred? Who? Captain America. Really, Chris yes. Evans? Yes, Captain America's in it. Wow. And, um, um, oh god, Ed Harris is the guy that's the. He's the he's the guy that runs the engine and all that kind of stuff at the gotcha. front of the, the yeah. thing. But like this is Snowpiercer, where they have to control the population. This is what Tic Tac is doing <laughs> with these kinds of challenges. They're controlling all the population. So anyway, Tic Tac, yeah, flip flop, zip zap, boob tube, and you know all these ridiculous things. Yeah, all these ridiculous things. <laughs> so again. Get them all off the payroll. Get them all off the dole for right now. All right. Um, it is Chris Martin's birthday today. He's the lead singer of Coldplay. I don't get anything about the appeal of Coldplay whatsoever, but yet they're still one of the most popular bands in the world. So tonight's top ten list. Top ten musical acts or artists that you just don't get. Dylan, the floor is yours. All right, I got one big hot take in here. Well, to you, there may be some more, but I don't, you know, I don't know. Anywho, heavy metal and screamo, just as a genre overall, I'll go to like more specific groups and stuff. But number one, I got to start heavy metal and screamo. Like, why would anybody want to listen to like heavy heavy metal music or screamo music? Like, I don't understand the appeal. Yeah, I mean, there there is. Again, there are some heavy metal acts that are pretty good. I mean, if, okay. if I mean if um, like Judas Priest is a heavy considered a heavy metal act, they're pretty good. I mean, maybe Ozzy Osbourne, but yes, the guys that just like gore that just Rah! scream and do ridiculous stuff. Yeah, I, I agree with you because I've got I've got a group like that on my list oh, as yeah. well, but it's a different one. Okay. But I do have a whole kind of group genre of music all right i have a u2 on here i have one direction on my list as well you know they're they're they were good solo but together it's just like and they sounded any sounded like any well, other boy harry boy styles band. group i mean yeah i know now but i mean they sounded like every other boy band when they were together i mean when you split them apart they were fine but yeah anywho foo fighters co-play yeah, is on my I'm, list as well I'm, I'm i'm with you on both of those i don't get the appeal of the foo fighters they were better when they were nirvana Wait, two, two of the Foo Fighters are were in the band originally for Nirvana. I did not know that. When Dave Grohl and and the uh, and one of the other guys broke off oh. after Kurt Cobain, you know, blew his head off, um, they formed the Foo Fighters. Gotcha. Kurt Cobain is on the list as well. Speaking of him, oh no, that that's a bad choice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like Nirvana in uh-huh. doses. Um, I don't think their music's as revolutionary as some people do, but yeah. I do like them in doses. Uh, so I got Coco Band on here, Coldplay, Journey. I got Journey on oh here. Oh my God! Uh, what? <laughs> got Journey on here. If you saw Journey live, you'd change your mind because they are one of the great. They are one of the great sing along bands of all time. Like I saw, I've seen them a couple times, a few times in concert, and not with not with um, um, uh, what's uh, uh, Steve Perry, mm-hmm. but I've seen them with their other singers. They're fantastic. I mean, Neil Schoen and those guys. Are fantastic, but they are a really good sing-along band. All right, now I'm gonna get hot takey. 
We'll see if you think it's hot tiki. The red hot chili peppers. No, no, I don't. I, okay. I, I can understand. I mean, I like some of their stuff, yeah. but this is, yeah, it's. I feel like they're they're a little they're a little overrated. Yeah, can they can they just put clothes on for God's sakes? <laughs> right, like flea and all. That. Like, can they just put some clothes on? All right, we actually have a uh, a PSA with this dude, Dave Matthews, and the Dave Matthews oh, Band. I I'm <laughs> with you on that. Listen, I am. I'm 100% on that one with Dave Matthews. I don't get their appeal at all. And my last one, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez's music was not that great. I don't get why people liked her music so much. I feel like she was more so, and I know her more so from Wizards of Waverly Place and being a Disney Channel actress than I do a musician. I like some of her stuff, Love You Like a Love Song. Yeah, that one was okay, but like other than that, like she had like two hits. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, she's like one of those little pop. Pr- I don't have so much of a problem with her, but I can understand uh, all of that. So Okay, so I wasn't as hot techy as I thought. Yeah, no. Um, now, look, I've got a lot of old school acts for us old heads that um, I'm going to get hot techy. All right, let me tell you about the one that <clears throat> is a group. Anybody who does modern country music, anybody who's modern country, not Waylon Jennings, not Jerry Reed, not George Jones, okay? Anybody like Luke Bryan or I don't even know who these artists are anymore. Who's the guy that sang the national anthem at the Super Bowl? Chris Stapleton. Okay, like anybody like that. Tennessee Whiskey. Okay, like it's it's all pop. I mean, it's not country music. It is very it's poppy pop. now. Yeah. And the girls are even worse. Yeah. You know, the Shania, I mean, look, I love Shania Twain. I love Faith uh, Faith Hill, but they're not country singers. That That's like when Taylor Swift was purporting to be a country singer. Like, that was ridiculous. Like, she was a pop star. She just used country music because that's the easier genre to get into and just use the format for all of that. So, anybody modern day. Now, here's a lot of my old heads. Bruce Springsteen. Never got him. Oh, <laughs> one of my college him. professors loves Bruce Springsteen. Never got Bruce Springsteen. Oh, by the way, uh, well, no, um, I, I would have maybe an honorable mention of Ed Sheeran, but I will tell you, I can see that this last album that he had, like, what was it? Shivers, Bad Habits, Overpass Graffiti. I'm digging those songs. Like, okay, I'm, I'm in on all of that. Like, you give me those, those that from that those songs from that album i'm in but the whole folksy kind of thing i'm not but but you give me the the kind of upbeat pop dance like like shape of you type type songs like forget those like i'm 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 shivers okay bad habits overpass graffiti um what's that two-step that he did i mean um i'm i'm all for that okay um pink floyd is on my list Led Zeppelin is on my list. I don't understand Led Zeppelin. Every song is eight minutes long, and it doesn't. I, I don't understand. I'm with you on Led that. Led Zeppelin. Um, the Doors. Uh, as Dennis Leary famously said, we need a three-hour movie about the Doors. Here, I can sum it up in five seconds. I'm drunk. I'm nobody. I'm drunk. I'm fat. I'm drunk. I'm dead. That's your movie. Okay, about the Doors. <laughs> Bob Dylan. I don't understand Bob Dylan. I don't understand this. He's got good songs when they're covered by other people. Okay? Like All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix. Okay? When he's got songs that he does himself, it's dreadful. 
Um, Coldplay's on my list. Um, now let's go modern day. D. Rizzy. No. D. Rizzy. You did not put him on your list. Bad things. Stop. Bad things. Drake got Bad artist things. of the decade on the billboard for a reason. Bad things. He is shaping Bad things. the new school. Bad things. When it comes to hip hop. Bad things. He's so versatile too. Bad things. Just Bad be- things. Just because you didn't like that one song, and that no, one song no, wasn't I, even supposed I, to blow I, up for him, but yeah, it, it that 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 started it, but it it just all went downhill off from there. Yeah. Um, Yeezy, Kanye West. <laughs> I don't get Kanye West at all. Now, even though Kanye is crazy, well, what, what, what he just had that album that he did here, uh, Donda. What, what was it? Um, a donut or whatever. What was it, Donut or something Donda. like that? Okay. That's his mom. Okay, whatever. I mean, again, he, he slept here for a month or whatever he like did. that because he didn't have any other place to go because Kardashian kicked him out, so he slept at Mercedes-Benz for a month. Even though he's crazy, he is a musical genius. I have to give it to him. Uh, and then my last one is Post Malone. I don't get Post Malone. I don't get the appeal of all that. I how about, see that. How about this? Get a few more tattoos on your face and maybe your music will be better. He's got no more room. Yeah. <laughs> Remember we talked about that story where he was kicked out of a yeah. nightclub, you know, for all the tattoos? Yeah, maybe if he gets a few more face tattoos, he'll be a good music. No, no thanks. So, All right, hit us up with your list as well. When we get back, Chris Willis, join us to talk some Braves baseball. Sports Radio, not to the game, Odyssey.com app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is the John Chuckery Show. Live on this Thursday evening with you as Grapefruit League action continues along. Braves pick up a win today over the New York Mets, the dreaded New York Mets. We uh, talk all things Braves baseball with our buddy. We head out to the WadeFord.com hotline, Atlanta's Ford dealer, Chris Willis. He is joining us, and uh, he's the managing editor for BatteryPower.com. Check out all of his Braves coverage. BatteryPower.com is the website to go to. Chris is on Twitter at Chris underscore Willis. And Chris, as always, man, appreciate the time as we get ready for a new season of Braves baseball, man. It won't get here soon enough. Yeah, I'm excited. It's back, and I appreciate you guys having me on. You know, first question I want to ask you is, I am curious, you know, we've always talked about the Braves 
maybe one of the things that is underrated about the Braves is their speed. And, you know, they do take a lot of chances, whether it's Snitker or Ron Washington, but they motor their way around the bases. I mean, they, they always try to take that extra base. I'm curious with, you know, the base size increased now with the, you know, inability to throw over, you know, several times, you know, first base to keep a runner close. Do you get the sense that Brian Snitker will turn some of these guys loose? I mean, Ronnie, Harris, Ozzie, you think that they'll really emphasize the idea of turning these guys loose and letting them run and steal even more than normal? You know, they've always been, like you said, they've always been kind of aggressive on the bases. You know, there's been a lot of uh, scoring from, whether it's scoring from first, going first to third on a on a hit. But, you know, with the new rules and everything, I think there is a good chance we're going to see an uptick in stolen bases. I mean, if you look last year, Ronald, Ronald uh, was running all the time, and we know he wasn't feeling 100%. Um, either so and Michael Harris showed to be uh, a pretty good you know a high percentage uh, base stealer as well I'd like to see Ozzy run a little bit more uh, so I think that's going to be interesting to see I think it would add another dynamic to this lineup uh, you know oftentimes it seems like they've just sat around and waited on the three-run homer uh, but with these rule changes now I think they can really put a, a lot of pressure on opposing pitchers and, and opposing defenses so How do you think, as far as the order goes, when we get to game one of the regular season? You know, they've been using Olsen when they've had their regular lineup at second. Um, You know, Michael Harris more through the middle of the order. How do you think that Harris, Rosario, Grissom, how do you think that those guys profile for what their place in the order is going to be? It's really going to be interesting to see how they come out. Um, before the spring opener, I had kind of been thinking about uh, the possibility of seeing Michael Harris second against the right-hander and then maybe Ozzy Albies second uh, against the lefty. You remember they, they tried Olsen in the two-hole last year, and it uh, just didn't click, and then he kind of settled in into that three or four, number four spot uh, as the season went on. You know, it'd be interesting to see if they really if they try Olsen in that two spot again. Uh, you know, I don't have a problem with him being there. But I think Michael Harris has shown um, that, you know, if he's, if he's doing what he did last year, then I think, uh, you know, it's, it would be good to get him as many plate appearances as possible, especially against righties. And we all know how, how good Ozzy is against, uh, you know, against left-handers. So, you know, I, I think it's, that's going to be an interesting dynamic. I'm kind of curious, too, where they're going to hit Sean Murphy, uh, you know, once everybody's, once everybody's in there. I wonder if w- – would they – because of the right-handed bat, would they try Vaughn Grissom in that two-hole? Because I really like the way Ozzy just profiles through the middle of that order. And if he can get back to that 30-homer, 100-RBI guy, you know, hitting in that, say, five spot, I just think he's such a good run producer. Do you think that Vaughn Grissom could get some at-bats against lefties in that two-hole? You know, that's a good point. I hadn't really considered that too much because I just kind of feel like they might hit Vaughn at the bottom of the order and have him focus on his defense and not try to put too much pressure on him. Uh, but he certainly hit well through the first three games of the spring, and, and we know he's got a little bit more of a contact approach than some of the other guys in this thing. So, I mean, if he got, he gets off to a hot start, you know, I think you could see him move move up in the order uh, certainly. I mean, he you know, he played a key part last year. He came up with some uh, pretty big hits down the stretch. 
but the lineup's really fascinating because uh, there is a lot of questions, and I, you know I'm not real sure exactly where it's going to go. I mean, I don't know if you can read too much into spring training lineups because in a lot of cases they're just trying to get guys as many plate appearances they can and then get them out of the game. But you know that's going to be really interesting to see how that how that evolves as uh, the month of March. You know, as as Grapefruit League season uh, winds down. Braves reporter and managing editor for BatteryPowered.com, uh, Chris Willis, joins us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. You know, Braves fans were kind of reading into, they've been reading into some things the last couple of days, the Dansby story aside and all that, but they were reading into the message that may have been sent to Marcelo Zuna, where I guess, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, he was the only 40-man roster player that was sent to both locations in a split squad game. And is Snitger trying to send a message to him? I mean, are, are we kind of like delving too deep into this? I mean, are we getting paralysis from analysis and and just kind of overthinking all of this kind of stuff? Well, I mean, I think, I think the answer is yes and no. Um, you know, it does seem like he's not in that first group. You know, because the Braves have not been really splitting it up too much. They've been playing a lot of a lot of their regulars on one day, and then the next day, uh, you know, going a little more more reserves. Um, I, it may not be smart to read too much into that, but um, you know, at the same time, I think it's fairly note, noteworthy when you've got a veteran like for Ozuna, and you know, he's making the three-hour bus trip to Fort St. Lucie, and he's the only uh, he's the only uh, veteran on that trip, so. Um, you know, it's interesting. I don't know, you know, I don't know how much we need to read into it, but, you know, I do think it's something worth paying attention to. Do you think we'd ever see him in left field short of three guys get injured and can't play out there? I mean, do you think that they would drop him in any scenario where he's playing left field at the start of a game? I've heard his name mentioned in left field more than I was expecting. And, um, you know, I know he got to start out there today as well. So it seems like they're trying to get him ready, uh, you know, if they need him out there or whatnot. But I think it really depends on what the other options do, honestly. I mean, if Eddie Rosario uh, struggles, you know, they may be in a position where they're they're searching for an answer out there. We haven't seen Jordan Luplo yet. He's uh, he's dealing with a sore oblique. Uh, but, you know, I like what we've seen from some of these other outfield options as well. But, you know, again, it's so early in spring, it's, it's just really hard it's really hard to draw any conclusions from what we've seen now, or, but you know, in a week, 10 days, a couple of weeks, you know, it may, things may, uh, it may make more sense. Chris, what do you think the future is of Kobe Allard? What, what do you think his long-term outlook is for this club? He looks like, I mean, he just looks like rotation depth to me. You know, he could come in in that long reliever spot as well. If they need him to make a start, he could, if a starter gets knocked out, Early, you know, he can come in and maybe, you know, log two, three innings um, and try to save the bullpen. Um, but I thought he looked pretty good today, and I thought he's looked better better than he did, you know, the, during his first in in Atlanta. I mean, obviously he was he was really young then. I know he didn't have a ton of success in, with the Rangers, but you know, I, I thought it was an intriguing uh, intriguing move getting him back because he can fill a lot of a lot of uh, different roles if they need him to, and uh, you know, you never have enough depth. Managing Editor and Braves Reporter for BatteryPowered.com. Chris Willis joins us here on the WaitFord.com hotline. You know, Dylan Dodd is a guy who's interesting. You know, he's he's had some pretty good stuff, his couple of outings and things like that. 
how do you see him uh, as far as is he making this club? Is he part of this staff? Is he going to start off in the minors? Like, what, what do you profile Dylan Dodd as? I mean, he's been really impressive, uh, you know, for his first two appearances. And, uh, um, you know, I don't think he's going to make the club. Obviously, you know, things could change if, if, you know, depending on what happens the rest of the month. But I think we're going to see him go to Gwinnett. And I would not be surprised at all. I, in fact, I expect to see him at some point uh, this season. Now, you know, either as a starter, he could work as a starter. And he could also, uh, you know, he could also move to the bullpen. I mean, he's been pretty – been pretty electric uh in his first two starts and uh very impressive or first two appearances and you know really impressive with the fastball and uh the whole arsenal really so you know to me right now if first few games of spring he's been one of the uh, biggest surprises and uh you know i expect to see a lot more from him i just don't know if it'll be on opening day chris spencer strider um you know obviously the remarkable year last year and could have certainly been co-rookie of the year for this club and for Major League Baseball and, and all the numbers. And, you know, now he's going to get a chance to start right out from, you know, day one being a, a starting pitcher. Do you think that he's a guy that, you know, I know he wants the ball a lot, but, you know, is he a guy who could profile as 185 to 200 inning kind of pitcher? Can, can he be a guy that holds up like that over the – the course of a season with the way that he just rears back and fires can can he be that kind of guy at you know like a top of the rotation type I'm not saying he's going to be the number one starter but just a top of the rotation guy with the stuff he has in his durability I mean it's a great question and, and because if he can get to that number then you're you're not just talking about the number one starter on the Braves you're talking about one of the best starters in the entire league if he could log that uh, that amount of innings, I mean, he was you know he was phenomenal last season. I think that's the biggest question. You know, uh, everybody kept asking him about his innings last year, and you know he just wasn't bothered with it. And it it doesn't seem like the Braves really focus on a number when it comes to innings. They focus on you know how the guys are feeling after starts and and whatnot, and then they'll try to get him extra rest. And you know, Strider was, I mean, he was pretty well off until that oblique issue showed up you know I think I think that's a question that'll have to be answered this season uh you know he's kind of a slight frame but he's a strong guy and um you know and then and that stuff's just electric if he can hold up you know you're talking about like I said you're talking about a, a Cy Young contender for probably multiple seasons so you know that's going to be really interesting to see and 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 see how uh the Braves choose to handle him last question for you Chris do you think Travis Darno starts off the year as the DH for this club? Do they plug him right into the DH spot, or do you think that they try somebody else first and, and allow Darno to just kind of make sure that he stays in that backup catcher role and if he has to spell Murphy at all? I think he's going to see a ton of at-bats at DH. I think the interesting question is going to be now is, is kind of, you know, does Marcelo Zuna or does somebody else figure into that mix too? I don't think you can run both your catchers out in the same lineup every day, even if one of them's just hitting, you know, over a full season. So some guys are gonna are gonna see that. But I think if Ozuna is not on the roster, then you know I think Darno's gonna see a, a ton there. And and when Darno's behind the plate, it's gonna be Sean Murphy, just because that's kind of that's kind of how this lineup's uh, shaking out. Um, you know, Darno. Uh, I know he said he said all the right things. You know, with Murphy coming in, and it seems like they're in 
they're in lockstep. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, Darno's been such a big bat and a big contributor for this team the last two years. You know, I just don't see him uh, being out of the lineup too much. So, yeah, I mean, to answer your question, I, I would not be shocked at all if he's a DH on opening day just because, you know, that's probably the best lineup they can they could roll out with uh, him and Murphy both. Yeah, and so many clutch moments too. That's um, that's you know he's had so many big hits for this club over the last couple of years. Chris Willis is a Braves reporter and managing editor for BatteryPower.com. You can check out all of his work there. Check him out on Twitter as well at Chris underscore Willis. And he joined me here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Chris, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. The first of many conversations that we will have throughout the season. So thank you so much. And uh, again. Uh, enjoy uh, the spring training, and uh, we get ready for baseball season to crank it up. All right. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. You got it. John Chuckery will be back. Sports Radio 929 The Game, com app. <sighs> spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 